Before you get started, Amanda, are you, did, did she steal your she headphones? She stole my headphones. You stuck them on my side. So, um, you remember way back when you did Massachusetts? Yes. Do you remember what you covered in Massachusetts? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> That's even more glorious. You <laughs> Sorry. You covered the Bridgewater Triangle. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm oh, bringing that up because, now again, we're recording in September and this is 2002 that this will air. But, um, 2002, that's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great journey back oh, in time. Wow. Back to your high school graduation days. 2022, <laughs> thanks for aging me here. <laughs> wow. Under that, that was, was. That was rough. <laughs> Sorry. Everyone that listens here knows when you graduated high school. <laughs> so. Well, they certainly do now. <laughs> um, the point I'm trying to make is... <laughs> The thing I'm about to tell you about is out now. So okay. when this episode airs, it will not be new, but it's a chance to re-promote your episode and share another podcast. So we love a good fiction podcast, right? Yes. Like it's kind of our sweet spot. It's how I got into podcasting. And the very beginning was listening to audio fiction stories. And we've said several of our favorites, um, you know, before on this on this show. But um, about a month ago, a new audio podcast, a new fiction podcast dropped. It's produced by Aaron Menke of Lore. It's written by Lauren Shippen, who did The Bright Sessions, both great podcasts. Lore is not, well, it's not fictional. It's not a fiction story, but Bright Sessions is. But it's called Bridgewater, and it's set in the Bridgewater Triangle. And that resonated with me because Amanda's Massachusetts episode was all over the Bridgewater Triangle. So I was like, how cool. They've written a that fiction awesome. story about a place where we covered urban legends. It's exceptionally well done. High quality voice actors. Misha Collins from Supernatural is in it. Nathan Fillion from Castle and Firefly is in it. Wow. Hillary Burton um, Morgan is in it. Kristen Bauer from True Blood is in it. I mean, wow. it's got it's That's got a awesome. profile cast. So, nice. yeah, I mean, again, when this episode airs, it will not be new, but just wanted to give them a shout out because we love people who are doing great work, and obviously it connected with us since we Absolutely. covered Bridgewater in one of our one of our episodes. That was a fun episode to research. It was a good it one. It was. My, I give myself crap all the time. Y'all... My memory is terrible because I'll, we'll be like doing an episode, like an episode will be released and I'm like, what even was that? Oh, and I'm sitting right oh, here I and I listen to everything. Like I don't tune out. Like it oh, just. Some things happen between <laughs> now and then. That's and true. I turn around and edit it. So I've listened an additional time <laughs> yeah. and it's still new to me. So yeah, I mean, well, especially <laughs> when we changed our release schedule to every three weeks, which yeah. has been great for the sustainability of this podcast. It makes it so that for we sure. can continue to produce this and not have to let the project go. But that just means it's that much longer. Yes. And so then I hear it and I'm like, Oh, that was like when I was talking with the producer of the 90 Degrees South podcast, and he's like, Oh, I listened to your Nevada episode. And I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> yes. And Thank that was you. a big one. I was, I was saying, that was an one. obvious one. Yeah, that was a big one. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. I'm going to have to, because I, I need a new audio. Oh, you'll love it. Audio I think there's five or six audio. episodes out, and I believe season one, well, again, I mean, by the time this airs, they'll yeah. all be out. But I think season one is maybe an eight or ten episode run. Okay. But it's good. Nice. I, I recommend nice. it. Nice. Okay. And I'm pretty picky with my fiction podcasts. Yeah. 
Well, um, so we're going over Tennessee today. Love it. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There are two of them. Two and Tennessees. If it's not Elvis, I'm not here. It's not Elvis. Well, so get out of here. When did you become an Elvis day? I did not know this about you. I'm not really. Okay. I'm not really. My grandmother was. Okay. Yeah. Well, so think. since it's not Elvis, I guess I'm leaving the room and Amanda can just do this on her own. Are you leaving too? No, this is what happens when you make really big statements and then you're like, well, that was wow. an empty threat. <laughs> I'm not that concerned with Elvis. I'll listen to what you have to say. So I would say he's the most famous Tennessee resident. I'm going to go over the really sad, y'all aren't going to like the, but it's short. It's sad and short, but it was, it's the research, so I had to go over it. I, I got nothing to say about this. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's an abandoned school. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear is correct. There's an abandoned school called Pine Haven School in Jamestown, Tennessee. It, this is the story. So... <laughs> That. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. I heard myself and I was like, well, that sounded very sharp. <laughs> so um, now, this is the story. <laughs> y'all, hush. Okay, so legend has it this boy was bullied at school a lot. His name was Paul. Uh, Paul was in the bathroom by himself one day, um, and the bully came in. The bully that had been bullying him all year came in and shoved him. Well, didn't mean to hurt him, but Paul ended up cracking his head on oh. the sink and died. Oh, dear. Yeah. I would argue that he didn't mean to hurt him. Because well, you don't usually touche. shove people when you're not trying to hurt them. Yes. No. Well, he probably didn't mean to kill him is what you're trying to say. That is exactly okay. what I meant to say. Sorry. Um, so, terrified of getting in trouble, the bully, who doesn't have a name and frankly doesn't really deserve to have a name. Oh. Um, <laughs> The bully ended up um, pulling up the floorboards and placed the body under them, leaving the body to just stay there. So, legend has it, because the school still exists, it's still standing. Did they find the body? I'm sorry, what year was this? Uh, I don't have a year. It was last year. This sounds fake. It's not last year. That's terrible. I'm sorry, this is just a legend. Um, (laughs) uh, Do we need to start over? Just kidding. Oh, I was like, maybe. <laughs> I'll take that out. Um, so apparently, and the building is still exists. And if you go wander into the bathroom and look into the broken mirror that broke when he fell, oh. you'll see this boy standing oh, behind you. No, 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 yeah. no! I don't like that. I know. Remind me to tell you a story after this. I'm not going to tell it on air, but you said mirror, and I have to tell you a story. Oh dear. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So that is a really sad story. Um, Maybe shouldn't have included it, but y'all forgive me if, you know, I, it was... Well, you did well because I got a solid creep factor when you said that about the boy standing in the mirror. That creeped me out, for sure. I'm Um, busy trying to figure out what the staff of the school was doing when this child went missing and went over under the floorboards. Like, this is just not... I mean, it... So I asked what year it was. Could have been realistic at one point, not now. Could have been. Yeah, no, for sure. I think... This is very much a campfire. Yeah, it does kind of so have that It gives vibe, me that it? vibe. You know, I that, don't know, that Paul, he just wandered off somewhere. That Paul just, yeah, oh God, Paul. Poor Paul. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the second story is more in depth, and it's it's freakish. Like, if this ever happened to you or your family, this is, yeah, this is really creepy. So The buildup for your <laughs> story. <laughs> I no. Like I never know what to expect. Well, no. this is... This is 
good urban legend okay. material. Okay. This is this is pretty pretty good. So, have y'all ever heard of the Bell Witch? Yes. Yes, but I can't remember you the have. details. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay. So, John Bell was an American politician and attorney that served in the House of Representatives and the Senate. Bell and his wife moved their family to a town now known as Adams, Tennessee in the early 1800s. So, they lived there for a while. They built up a homestead. Um, and in the summer of 1817, the family started noticing strange happenings around their property. Hate a strange happening. S- strange happenings. <laughs> um, <laughs> that nervous laugh. <laughs> um, John Bell, one day, he was out inspecting his cornfield, one of them, because apparently he had like 300 acres. Sure. Out inspecting his cornfields when he noticed a very strange animal lurking by. Mm. We've heard about these strange animals in these urban legends, like the the frog man. Or Momo. Or, Momo the yes. monster. Mm-hmm. Yes, We've exactly. done a lot of monsters. Oh, the skunk apes. Remember, <laughs> yes, the remember skunk Tammy apes. trying to not die laughing when she just realized she had already read your research? <laughs> That was one of my favorite Tammy moments. That was a really great Tammy moment. Um, I'm here for entertainment. Anyways, so the animal had the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit. That's unfortunate. I just can't imagine. Also, not that intimidating. Also, that... (laughs) Feels like it would be very off balance. (laughs) I think I would just stare, like, what what is that? Well, that's not what John Bell did. John Bell shot at it multiple times, and it it got away. That was a mistake, John. Yes, it was, because that is the first um, manifestation of the Bell Witch. When you're in the opening act of an urban legend... Never take violence. It doesn't work out for you. Mm. I don't he know didn't read he, his cue cards. No, he did no. not. I'm not sure he knew he was in the opening <laughs> act of urban legend. Well, hindsight is twenty twenty. If your first thought is to just shoot at something, maybe just have a second thought. <laughs> well, that's, that's... Maybe a third. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps a third, all, even. All, all, all the thoughts except that Have one. a glass of iced tea. Sit with yourself a while. Think that, about it. That 90-second pause. <laughs> What's the difference? What is it? The difference between reacting and mm-hmm. I can't remember. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I don't remember what either. she said. Mm-hmm. What she said. So, reacting and responding. Thank you. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> tracking. <laughs> like I said, this was the first manifestation, or it's said to be the first manifestation of this, um, the Bell Witch. So, like a familiar. Or the, it was a creature that didn't, then turned into a witch. Or maybe you were going to explain more, and I should just well, like, this, <laughs> Instead of asking you any questions before you get started. Like, well, I don't know. Um, so, I don't know the answer to your question. But um, the story goes on. There are, there's other, this is just said to be the first of, it's like a buildup of Okay. I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll yeah. just, I'll so just, just wait. I'll just, just save my questions for the end. <laughs> Um, I'm speaking off cue again. (laughs) How could you? You didn't give Tammy the description in advance. You did not. (laughs) So that same evening, the Bell family decided, no, the Bell family just started hearing beating sounds on the outside walls of their log home. Mm. I feel like I may have heard this story. Oh, yeah, we said that. Tammy, (laughs) (laughs) who are you today? I don't know if she needs more or less coffee. I don't know what the solution is. <laughs> Definitely less. It's the boo hag. <laughs> I'm still disturbed by the boo hags from uh, six weeks ago. Say, we didn't just do the Tammy. That was weeks ago. 
Um, so, okay. Here, you hear beating on your outside of your walls. That's going to freak you out, yeah, right? definitely. So the noises continued to increase each night. The Bell children began... I didn't, I didn't get how many there were. There were at least three. But the, that's... That doesn't matter. Um, they began hearing what sounded like rats gnawing at their bedposts Ew, at night. No, no, no. no. And eventually started reporting that their covers were ripped off of them and their pillows were thrown on the floor I'm each night. somebody. See, this is great. This is a great campfire story. Mm-hmm. This is a great campfire story. I, I love it. Um, Smash my covers. Also, that's sort of what children do when they're sleeping is throw <laughs> things around and kick covers <laughs> off. Fair. So that may be not that mysterious. That's fair. That's so. fair. Um, the family also reported um, hearing what sounded like chains dragging on the ground and choking and gurgling sounds around Ooh. the house. No, no, I wouldn't care for that. No. No. What? So. Sorry, is that in the mic? My headphone keeps doing this weird clicking. I heard it too. Okay, I, I was just trying to make sure the mic wasn't picking it up. I it stopped it. now. All right, go ahead. Um, as time went on, the family began hearing faint whispers that they were unable to make out. Thank you for that excellent example. <laughs> the bell witch is here with us. Do you hear me? You're going to freak yourself out when you hear this back. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Please don't visit. Go home. Please don't visit. Um, you can stay in Tennessee, thank you. Um... So, they reported what sounded like an old woman singing hymns around the house ever so lightly. Stop. That's scarier than the whispers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. So, the experience began, The experiences began to turn violent when one of the Bell daughters, Betsy, began having more and more encounters with this invisible entity. Her name is Betsy Bell. Betsy Bell. It's reported that this... <laughs> This entity would pull her hair, slap her relentlessly to the point of leaving welts on her face and body. Rude. Yeah. Exasperated, John Bell confided in his best friend, James Johnston, and Johnston and his wife agreed to stay in the Bell house for the night just to see... To get beat up as well. Right. Exactly. Like, why would you do that? I don't know. To make sure they're not all crazy, I guess? Like, get an outsider's point of view? Yes. Okay. Well, they weren't crazy because Mm -hmm. after they retired to bed... I sound so fancy. I I retired just to bed. I'm just going to retire now for the evening. <laughs> I think that starts. Dan's going to be like, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, please stop it. Oh, he'll probably like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, after they went to bed, or retired, if you will, um, Johnston and his wife reported getting the covers yanked off of them and being slapped by the invisible See? being. Not. Johnston reported the next morning that he believed the entity was an evil spirit and Tammy just lied in a liner trying to get the entity out. With a lighter. <laughs> I'm out of control. I'm sorry. Make me stop. I don't really know what's happening right now. <laughs> Aaron's minding her business in her head over there. <laughs> trying to be respectful because we never let Amanda finish. Okay. I'm sorry, but if something snatches the covers off me while I'm sleeping, I'm going to be ready to fight. That's all I'm saying. That I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So, but Johnson believed that this was an evil spirit. Obviously, like I think that's a safe assumption. I think it's absolutely a safe assumption. It's an annoying spirit. The voices started to turn from a whisper to being very loud. Mm-hmm. The Great. voice would unmistakably quote scriptures and sing hymns See? around the house. 
I said, okay, now this is terrifying if it wasn't already. Like, I can't imagine. I'm just annoyed by this one right now. Like, (laughs) oh no, I'm terrified. Tammy's gonna fight a witch. (laughs) No one invited you here to snatch my covers and sing hymns around my house that I didn't ask for. Which weirdly is scarier than, like, if you were just singing some other song. Like, Mm -hmm. something about being a religious thing is scarier. It absolutely is. So, Andrew Jackson wasn't the president of the time. But <laughs> neither was Bill Clinton or Barack Obama. <laughs> but he was a prominent general. Oh. <laughs> we really should let her finish sentences. <laughs> I'm dying. Okay, so we're on to Andrew Jackson, who was a general at the time, <laughs> not the president of the United States. He oh, was mercy. not a good president of the United States, but that's beside the point. Some of the Bell brothers had fought under the General Jackson in the Battle of New Orleans, so... <laughs> Amanda won't talk about current politics, but she's like, let me tell you my opinion on those early presidents of the day. <laughs> listen. Listen. Um, so, in 1819, basically, a few years later, Jackson became curious. He eventually heard about the Bell Witch. The, oh, okay. This evil entity haunting the Bell family mm-hmm. eventually ended up calling it the Bell Witch. Uh, this is many years later? Two years later. Two years later. So they just stayed there the Haunting whole time? Haunting is going on for a very long time. Good. Yeah. Nuts. Like, can you imagine? No. They'd have quite a lot of acres invested in to just, like, up and move. That's for sure, but still, I mean, if you can't get any sleep. Right. So, yeah, in 1819, they came, Jackson and his men decided to come to the Bell House to investigate themselves. Before reaching the property, the horse carriages got stuck in the mud, and the horses refused to try the pull... To try the, to try to pull the carriages out. I can't speak. Excuse me. The horses refused to try to pull out the yeah, carriages. Yeah. So Got they it. just kind of were standing there, mm. not Got doing it. We're not working today. After several minutes of trying to get the horses out of the mud, General Jackson proclaimed that it must be the Bell Witch. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Because the horses don't want to work. Right. Just yeah. Good excuse. Okay. But soon after, turns out. A disembodied female voice told them that they could proceed and that she would see the men later that night. Oh. Yeah. So, what do they do? The horses go right on along. They magically got unstuck from the mud. So, must be the bell witch. I was annoyed with this and this this witch until I remembered that he immediately shot at her the first time he saw her. And now Mm -hmm. I realize why she's being so annoying. Why she's being Mm -hmm. annoying. Yep. Though, please still don't come visit me. Thank you. Um, so, Betsy, we're back to Betsy Bell. You know Betsy. You know Betsy. Um, one of the Bell daughters, Betsy, one of the Bell daughters, excuse me, um, became engaged to a man named Joshua Gardner, and the entity did not like this at all. Mm -hmm. Like, she was not about it. She chastised them, like, told them to break off their engagement, like, not... Had a full-on conversation? Yes, like, this is a void, like, a disembodied female voice just talking and singing and quoting scriptures and chastising this family and for say, two hey, years. And say, hey, P.S., break up? Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm reading this story like, I'm sorry, this is terrible. Like, who was this woman? Oh, unless she was giving good advice. Unless, well... Okay, did I jump the shark there? Well, they didn't find out because she broke off the engagement. Mm-hmm. So okay. she couldn't stand the pressure of this terrible being torturing her all day and every night so maybe she should have gotten married and moved out of the house you know what a clever idea yeah she didn't do that known for that good old betsy she stuck around betsy was loyal to the family man she was 
Um, but I went off script, so hold on, I have to find my place now. I'm sorry, we do that to you a lot. <laughs> um, I've skipped half the story. Let me no, I didn't. I swear I didn't do that. So, back to page one. <laughs> the Bell Witch seemed to have one main focus, and that was John Bell. She was not a fan of John Bell. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. Right. So, the voice incessantly chastised and told Bell that she would kill him. Oh. She, like, oh. eventually she would kill him. Mm. And he had already had some health problems. Um, he had some trouble, difficulty swallowing, and other things. I, I can't remember off the top of my head what made him, but it combined him to his home. Mm. Um, was, so he's just was stuck it the in morbid his sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just stuck in his home with this witch, like just this poltergeist, like torturing him. Um, it so, sounded like something that some old country boy was <laughs> stuck at home with this witch. Um, so she would do things. I say she. They refer to this entity as a she. So it's a, a female, female voice. voice. Yeah. yeah. She would do things like remove his shoes as he tried to walk around. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like you're just walking and your shoe just comes off. Oh, that does so, happen to me when I'm wearing chunkless sometimes. <laughs> uh, not as funny. She would also just slap him around a lot. It like, is equally funny. Okay, that's fair it's enough. Less surprising. Less. <laughs> so. One day, the family found Bell dead in his home mm. and found a black liquid in the cabinet. And the they heard the voice say, I got old Jack, old Jack Bell. That's what she called him. Mm. Um, Ectoplasm. So the, <laughs> so the family, not knowing what this black liquid was, gave one drop to the cat. What? The cat jumped in the air and died. What the? I kid you not, this is how the story goes. And they figured out, and that's that's when she fessed up to killing... Like, she somehow slipped him this liquid and... Do you normally take an unknown substance and just start doling it out? No. I was equally as shocked as I read this story, and... Heartbroken. I yeah, Amanda like, the cat lover is not down with it. I am more angry do? than I've been yet today. I'm more angry. Tammy just straight up threw part of a cord across the... Uh, y'all probably heard that. <laughs> Why would you give it to the cat? I don't know, but the cat, cat did not died. do anything She's to anybody. Indignant. She... <sighs> so, um, Belle died. The, the voice, the entity finally killed him. Um, the hauntings eventually slowed down. There's a cave on the property known as the Bell Witch Cave. Mm -hmm. That's where people believe she retired to when she was done chastising the Bell family. Hmm. What, did she disappear after he died? Yeah, like the hauntings became less and less frequent. Okay. Um, but whoever owns the property now apparently gives tours of the cave. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I don't think I would. I don't think... <laughs> I literally said I'm not necessarily interested in going to that, but... Um, I think it would be wiser if he encouraged people to leave offerings at the edge of the cave. That's no joke. Yeah. <coughs> the Bell Witch is not someone I would want to mess with. So, remember when I said, are you there? I, I don't want you to be there. I'm not sure I made the connection as to how we decided this was a witch. It... That's just what they... Right. No, I mean, I know you're not. No idea. I'm just wondering, like, it's just how it every unexplainable in. thing was a witch. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know what it is. It's got to be a, a woman of evil powers. Yes, exactly. But the cat. I know. I it was hard. Like I'm not even sad about John Bell. 
Well, no, he was busy he shooting like a tool. People. Yeah. <laughs> but the cat never did anything wrong. Well, just well, I don't know business. if that's true, Al, either. You don't know that it's not. But I don't know that it's not. So that's Tennessee. Thanks for listening to Salt, Salt Over, Over Your Shoulder, a Redwater production. We appreciate your support. Your download allowed our crazy idea to gain steam and make it into your podcast directories. We couldn't do this without you. If you'd like to continue your support, you can engage with us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at SaltThePod, or follow us on Facebook at Salt Over Your Shoulder. You can also email us at saltoveryourshoulder at gmail.com. Special thanks to the one and only Andrew York for our awesome graphic. If you'd like to continue your support, please consider giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast directory. This helps other people find us as well. You can also become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash salt the pod. See you next time.